0: Hey, everyone. This is Brian with Church in the Loop, and I'm so glad you join me. And my prayer is that the Lord will speak to our hearts and encourage us as we seek His face together. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that as we look into Your Word now in the book of Acts, that You would challenge our hearts and refresh us and help us to see how to better connect with You in our lives and what that should look like for each of us. Individually and as a group. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if I sound a little congested, (laughs) you can thank COVID for that. Um, So I have, I'm on the tail end um, of fighting COVID. I think today is day nine. And I got it about a week and a half ago. And um, I'm not sure how I got it. All, All I know... Is when I came back from Christmas, I was in Korea to see our oldest son who lives over there and works in Korea as a computer programmer. And every Christmas I try to go spend time with him. And that's kind of our father son tradition, which is really special. And so I was able to go over there. And see him, and I had to quarantine the whole time, basically, um, because when you fly into Korea right now with COVID, um, you're I, you you have to take multiple COVID tests and stay in one spot. And I was fortunate enough to be able to stay with him, <clears throat> and so I did. Um, and then, <clears throat> sorry guys, and then um, when I flew back, I think I was so run down from the trip, that I either caught COVID on the plane, or at the airport, but uh, by Friday, after flying back on a Sunday, I went back to work the next day on a Monday, and this was like I think, January the 2nd or the 3rd, and um, I, by the end of the week, um, myself and a, co- a co-worker both had COVID. Um so, I'm not sure where I got it, but I got it. And so, I obviously have been at home, quarantining at home, and thank God, um been keeping Beth safe from it. She hasn't gotten it, and we really thank the Lord for that. And so, I've been trying to wear a mask at home and, and stay away and that kind of thing. And and so, it's it's been a little rough. Um, missed a week of work, which for me is highly unusual. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I took a week off from work um, because of sickness. And so um, I don't know if I had the new version of COVID or a mixture of the new and the old. I, all I know is I just felt really run down and had a cough and slight fever at times and a lot of runny nose, which I still have, and then um, lost of taste and smell. And I am still coming back on that. Um, I, I'm, I would say I'm probably about 25 to 30% back on my taste and smell. So it's slowly coming back, but not where I would like it to be. One of the things that um, our passage today, that's enough about me. <laughs> um, so it's been kind of rough. Um, it has not been fun. Um, and I've been really trying to say, okay, Lord, I'm listening. And I know there's a lot that that God is working with me on, which is good. It's a good thing. Uh, it's always good when God works on us. Um, sometimes it's uncomfortable, but it's good. It's good because He loves us. Uh, so, I wanted to direct our thoughts to Acts 27 today. Um, it's it's actually kind of a cool passage of just action-adventure. But basically, to sum it up, <clears throat> sorry guys, to sum it up, Paul is on his way to Jer- uh, Rome. He's appealed to Caesar and... We know that eventually he finds his way to Rome and spends some time there, and then he's executed for his faith. And he's okay with that idea um, because he wants to testify to who Jesus is and the gospel message in Rome. And he wants it to be something really special where he can present that uh, to the highest power at the time, which was Caesar. And so that's really cool. On the way there, um, the ship is sailing, and it's it encounters a a storm that is so severe that it says in Acts twenty-seven that they despaired of life, that they literally thought they were all going to die. And there's a part in the story where it says in Acts twenty-seven, starting verse fourteen, but soon a violent wind called the Northeaster, rushed down from Crete. Since the ship was caught and could not be turned head-on head into the wind, we gave way to it and were driven. By running under the lee of a small island called Cauda, we were scarcely able to get the ship's boat under control. After hoisting it up, they took measures to undergird the ship. Then fearing that they would run on the Certus, the they lowered the sea anchor and so were driven. We were being pounded by the storm so violently that on the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. And on the third day, with their own hands, they threw the ship's tackle overboard. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest raged, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. So basically, they're in the ship, and they have been blown off course. And it's so bad that... They can't tell the day from the night kind of a thing. Um, And so they really believe all hope is lost. And they're throwing extra weight, the cargo, overboard. Now, these ships ran for the purpose of cargo. I mean, passengers were a plus, but this was not a cruise liner. So it it was making its voyage because it had cargo to ship and transport. And that's where this company that owned the ship made their money. And so for them to be in such a bad situation where now they're throwing out the cargo, um, that's pretty bad. That's that's They're throwing out the very reason they set sail. And, and they're just trying to hold on for dear life. Um, that's something that really spoke to me because um, one of the things Beth and I did this week, <clears throat> and she's better at it than I am, but we really tried to go through our clothes and purge, like our shoes and clothes and stuff, because we had just accumulated so much. Um, I'm really kind of more of the culprit on this than she is, because, I'll be honest with you guys, I enjoy shopping, and there was a time when I worked at at, uh, re- on, at retail in, in a clothing store, and so I, I enjoy fashion and... and that kind of thing it's it's fun, you know it's i I like how clothes are put together and and how you can put outfits together and, and for me that's that's kind of a fun aspect you know um so it's easy for me or has been easy for me to accumulate a lot of stuff and I'm talking like over the last ten years kind of stuff you know you just you buy a little here, you buy there, and next thing you know you're like, why do I have' All these things that I never wear. And I literally was... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry guys. I was literally going through my stuff. And I was realizing I have so much that I'd never wear. And and so we went through a lot of our stuff. And it was very helpful to... It was therapeutic to purge. It was therapeutic to say, you know what? This has got to go. And so, we had bags of clothes, like grocery bags, you know, just, um, just like okay, here's a bunch of shirts I don't wear anymore, don't need. Here's a bunch of pants I don't wear anymore, don't need, and some jackets. And it just, it was just nice, and it felt really good. And so, when I read this passage about how they threw the cargo overboard, it just reminds me of as we're in this new year, and it's still early in the new year. <clears throat> but what kind of things can you change about your life that can be healthier for you as a follower of Jesus? Um, I, I like to think in terms of following Jesus as health because I, I, think, I think we have a tendency in our Western culture to think in terms of following Jesus as just right or wrong. You're either right in doing it or you're wrong. And that's what I call a forensic approach. Forensic is you're either guilty or not. And I I don't particularly like that approach because what that does is it breeds what I call a purity culture. And that purity culture is I'm part of the pure crowd and you're not. And that leads to pride. What I prefer as we seek to follow the Lord and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, we need to seek purity. I mean, that is a definite biblical concept. And I'll get back to that in a moment. <clears throat> but what I'm, my point is, think of, think of following Jesus as being an athlete. Now, if you're an athlete training for the Olympics, you're going to be watching your diet. There's going to be things you, you really don't want to eat. Like, you're going to cut out fatty fried foods like that's just not a good thing to eat. You're going to cut out french fries. You're going to cut out, you know, big Macs and quarter pounders and stuff that it may taste great, but you know it's not healthy for you. It just clogs your arteries, okay? Uh or it's full of processed foods. And you're going to seek to be healthier with what you eat, your diet. Now, it doesn't mean that oh, you never ever get to have that chocolate chip cookie or that brownie. But it's in balance. It's something that's, it's it's, it's scarce and it's in balance because if it's in balance, then your body can metabolize it without any kind of trouble. Where you get into trouble is when you go, oh, that brownie was so good. Give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another. The next thing you know, you've eaten the whole tray of brownies. Now, <laughs> I smile because I think we've all done that, and and I feel like when you think of your spiritual life in those kinds of terms, of health. At least for me, that helps me because otherwise I just look at my mistakes and go, I, I sh- I, you know, I've, I'm done. I I've failed. Why even get up? But if you look at your spiritual life in terms of health, then it's a situation of going, hmm, okay, I just ate too many brownies. That wasn't good. I really am angry at myself for doing that. What can I do to be healthy right now? Okay, maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to get on the treadmill. Maybe I need to just fast for a few hours or just drink a bunch of water. But the point is is you start acting in a healthy sense. So like for instance, let me give you an example for me. <clears throat> I, I bought this book and I'm, I'm, my goal is I, I really want to tackle it. It's called Digital Minimalism. And it's uh, Choosing a Focused Life in a Noisy World. And It's by Cal Newport. I haven't read it yet, but I got it when I was in Korea at this bookstore um, that had English books. And I thought, you know, for me, that's going to be helpful because I struggle. My social media um, life is kind of off or on. It's like I'm eating all the brownies or I'm not eating any at all. And it's hard for me to be in balance. And so I'm really looking forward to this book because this Talks about digital minimalism, like don't let it take control of you and how to minimalize it. And I, and I think that's, that's a, for me, that's going to be healthy. Uh, another thing that I'm doing that is, I'm trying to focus on my health is eating right consistently spiritually. So what I did was I downloaded the Bible app, and there is a reading plan for the Bible. Through, you do a daily devotional and it has you uh, read the scriptures for that day and you go through the Bible in a year. But the guy, the the, the pastor and his wife that are leading this, they're like from England, um, so I think their British accent is really cool. But they have like a devotional that at the beginning of this reading and then you go into the readings. And for me, it's like almost listening to, the devotional is like 8 to 10 minutes long. So it's almost like a sermon every day. And I need that. Like I have been doing this now consistently um, since January started and I've been very thankful because this is exactly what I needed. And so it's helping me. So that's an example of eating right. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys as we go into this new year, um, you know, you're, you're going to have struggles. You're going to have ups and downs in your walk with Christ. And I think if we're all honest we do, and and if you don't think you do, quite honestly, I don't think you're looking hard enough. Um, I think if you took, and, and really, when you read the lives of the saints, and the people that we put on pedestals that have written Christian books and stuff from years ago, and like hundreds of years ago, all these people struggled with their own awareness of sin. And it's like the more you grow in Christ, even the tiniest sin you, you hate even more. The tiniest glance of, oh, I shouldn't be looking at that brownie, or I shouldn't even be thinking about eating it. You 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 despise that even more, because you realize how that brownie wants to betray you. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think one of the best ways we can pursue purity in the Lord is a to know that in Christ we have been declared forensically pure. You have, your life is hidden with Christ in God. It is no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you. And the life you live in the body, you live by faith in the Son of God, who loved you and gave himself up for you. That's Galatians 2.20. So, in God's eyes, you are in Christ. Okay? So, you, you have that forensic purity that you can never get on your own, where God declares it as so. Now, the, real, the, the practical living out purity... That we want to do every day. I prefer to think of that in terms of health terms, like am I being healthy today? Am I being a healthy Christian? Am I being a healthy husband? Am I being a healthy friend? And <clears throat> healthy coworker, a healthy boss. So, how can I pursue health? Start by having like a daily quiet time going for you. Like for me, it's this Bible app thing, it's been a lifesaver, it's been wonderful. And I really, really like it. But find what works for you, but do it consistently. It's kind of like get your oatmeal every day. That's like my oatmeal. Like, i got to have that every day. Make it a part of your day. And then build from there. Um, and, and then by God's grace, let's seek balance in the other areas of our lives where we have previously gotten out of balance. So, like for me, I'm seeking balance in my social media life. It's tough. It's a challenge for me. Um, because I love social media. I think it's fun. Um, But again, if I'm going to seek balance there, I need the Lord's help, and He's given it to me. It's awesome, but that's a daily step for me. And so that can be a daily step for you too. So I just want to encourage you guys, do some purging. Um, Look at ways you can trim. Look at ways you can trim what you're doing and go with a less is more mindset. Like, I really... After going through all my clothes, and I know this sounds extreme, um, but, like, I don't want to buy any more clothes this year for Brian Evans. Like, I don't. Like, I don't. (laughs) I I don't need any more clothes. I don't need more socks. I don't need any more shoes. I don't need any more pants, shirts. Like, I don't want to buy any more clothes. I've got enough. And so that's been good for me to make that decision, like, already. Um, the other thing is I'm gonna avoid going to those stores where clothes are cheap and they're there I you know I used to go there just to browse for fun. it was fun and that's how you pick up one or two things at a time but over the course of a year you know you're spending all this money on extra stuff and you do that year by year you can see how I got to where I got. so I want to avoid those clothes, those uh, stores so just figure out what works for you, but I know this that the Lord wants us to be healthy followers of him. And and healthiness is a pursuit. It's a lifelong pursuit. Um, We're no longer in the Garden of Eden. We do struggle and we labor and we toil, not just with work, but the work of being who we're supposed to be. And that's part of growing in grace. So let me pray for you guys. And again, I apologize for my COVID cold thing going on, but thankfully I am getting better and I appreciate you guys. Lord, thank you that you have hidden our life in Christ. And that in Him we have forensic righteousness. But we don't want to be ever take that for granted and be guilty of doing so. And I know if we're all honest, we have. Um, because when we eat too many brownies, Lord, it's, it's not because somebody forced it on us. It's because we, we lost control. And we said, sure, why not? It was a conscious, deliberate choice on our part. But God, we repent of those things, and we ask for your help in this new year to walk with you in greater health. Health, Healthier Christians mean a greater sense of kingdom coming through our lives. And what that means is reaching more people for you. And so I pray for that. That's what we want. And we ask for that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.